What's shaking, YouTube nights? Welcome to the Cover Price Comic Book Weekly Shakers. And this is Lords of the Long Box. Happy Thursday to you all. Happy you guys can join us. I know there's a lot of other entertainment opportunities for you out there. Glad yeah, but this is the most fun one. That right? is. That is true, man. Come this on now. This is crazy. So uh, if we hit 200 thumbs up, Ryan will keep his shirt on. <laughs> if we only get 100 thumbs up, then Ryan's going to show nips see it all. all day long. He's oh, going to remove man. the spine text and go full Yikes. on double nipplage on you, man. But uh, <laughs> while you guys are congregating, you know what we'd like to do. Let's kick it off, man.
Yo, a little bonus, because my man JD's in the house. JD, send us good to the people. What's happening, everybody? Good to be back this week. I want to say really quick, thanks to everybody that's reached out to me during these trying times. I really appreciate you, but tonight's list is fire, and I can't wait to get to it. Yeah, don't feel bad if you're 0 for 10, man, but I think you got a good chance of getting a, like, 3 for 10. You know, we we try to keep the list. Sometimes. I've seen a couple people getting a few. Last week, I think there was a 4 for 10. Yeah, I mean, that's why this list is unique. It's not the same top 10 that's regurgitated all over the internets and everywhere else. It changes every day. Speaking every of regurgitation, day. Dark Side Jedi, say what's well, up. Well, hello, and I'm changing every day myself. Uh, it's a Thursday evening, and that means one thing. It's an amazing shakers list. I can't wait yeah. to get through this. It's going to be really, I mean, we're not kidding when we say it's a fun list tonight. Speaking of which, this list is sponsored by our friends over at CoverPrice.com. Go to CoverPrice.com for all your price guides, collections, and trends needs. You can sign up for a two-week free trial. You like what you see, just pay $6.99 for a full-blown membership. You get to see all the shakers that are on the list. I believe there's 50 that change on a daily basis. Um, So, you know... Why not? It's only six ninety nine, and you can do it's a CLZ and everything. This list, uh, we basically this this shows different the top ten. This is focusing on new sales or the most interesting sales found on their exclusive shakers list. So this list changes changes cha- this list changes several times a day. So make sure you check it out every day. I just Here's added some of the hottest trending books in the market. I just added a, all of my slabs today, and awesome. I have three diamonds. Nice. Oh, yeah. I don't know you, you people who have the cover price app. You know, know what that means? What the three diamonds means? And I have all of, of my show, slabs, and also I've got eighty-five slabs entered into cover price. Yeah, amazing. At the end of the show, we will go over cover price and see what's shaking today. Speaking of what's shaking, show is sponsored by our good friends at KRSComics.com. Go to KRSPullbox.com. Use discount code of LOTLB and get fifteen percent off new comics every Wednesday. You can create a pull list if you're not close to an LCS. But you can also use the discount code LOTLB for all the exclusive variants that are dropping. And this is dropping tomorrow. This Ooh, is a Warren Lose Wonder Woman Black and Gold dropping tomorrow at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific. Use discount code of LOTLB to get 15% off. Warren Lou has changed up his style and he's going more photorealistic with That's his really covers. Nice. So wow. this is absolutely gorgeous. Who does that look art. like? That looks like uh, the chick from. Uh, that wrestler show, the Wow, the Women of Wrestling. She was, was also in say, Community. I was going to say, like the, the chick from Transformers, uh, with the, uh, whose career disappeared. Uh, yeah, Megan whatever Fox. happened to her? Is that Megan Fox? I don't even know anymore. She disappeared. Bree, 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 something. Allison yeah. Bree. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. So uh, if you didn't know, KRS HQ is opening a storefront. Uh, Clayton Crane in-store signing. July 16th, 2021, if you can make it down to the greater San Diego area, it's actually in Chula Vista. They're going to have a Clayton Crane in-store signing on July 16th, 2021. My man, Darkside Jedi, has already booked his trip. Me, Darkside Jedi, Swolverine, we're going to head down. We're going to go live. Uh, So so come and holler at us. You still got a couple of months to prepare for it, man. July 16th, uh, you know, there's no San Diego Comic-Con today, but why not come to beautiful- We're making our own Comic-Con. Chula Vista, check out. Bring in anything you want. There'll also be uh, CB, uh, CGC um, witnesses there. So if you get your Clayton Crane books signed, you can get them slabbed as well. Once again, this is the Cover Price Weekly Comic Book Shakers. Let's look at what's shaking this week. Start us off, Ryan. What do we got first? All right. Well, this week we're going to start out with Amazing Spider-Man 194. Amazing Spider-Man came out swinging this week with records and multiple books. This one may have been the biggest shocker, though, 
with a CGC 9.8 of the first appearance of Black Cat selling for $5,760. This shattered the prior record of $3,600 from just April 4th by $2,160, or 60%. Can you believe it? Black Cat has been a fan favorite for quite some time now, and this black cover is difficult to get in a 9.8. So even though there are 385 9.8s of this book on the CGC census, when they come up for sale, the demand for them never seems to be in short supply. It'll be interesting to see what happens with these books if Black Cat ever makes it to the big screen. Starting off good. I see a lot of one-for-ones on yeah, there. Yeah, baby. I have one. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I got this. Not a 9.8, sure. <laughs> but yeah. I have one. That number is so small. 385 9.8s. That's yeah. it. And modern Black Hats are really sought after because it, Black Hat is one of those um, characters that people love to do, like, variants of. You know, they can make the sexy Black Hat. Like, if, all the Black Hat variants by, like, J. Scott Campbell are always up there in price. So, oh, look at uh, some of the KRS ones. Yeah, I meant, you know, so it's only a matter of time. There was supposed to be a, uh, um, a black hat appearance, but, you know, it's only a matter of time. Once Peter Parker gets a little bit older, because I, I seriously doubt, you know, they need a black hat would be in high school. But, you know, he's approaching his college years. <laughs> and Maybe I think he can get Mrs. Robinson. Yeah, and there's been some rumors that uh, we may be getting a Far From Home trailer pretty soon, too. So um, expect, just like what people did with the um, Venom 2 trailer, Anytime a trailer drops, people are going to dissect it, and they're going to do you remember on our top 10 list how many Venom, Carnage, Symbiote-related books were on there? So I'm pretty sure once the Spider-Man Far From Home trailers, we're going to get a better idea of what's going on, and people's lids will explode if you see Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield on it. I'm just saying. All right, Amazing Spider-Man, issue, issue 194. Real uh, quick, this- just for fun, in the chat, Black Cat or Catwoman? Go. Ooh. That's interesting. We're talking about the comics version. We're talking about yeah, the comics version. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go with Black Cat. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. Know. A Hughes, a Hughes Black, a Hughes, a uh, Adam Hughes, Catwoman, or a J. Scott Campbell Black Cat. Oh uh, yeah. Well, Hughes. Well, I mean, <laughs> there you go. All right. So uh, let's, next up on the list is a book pretty much everybody had in the '80s, but like most people, you guys probably sell it off, but this would be surprised to see how many people still have this. What is it? All right. Next up on the list, we've got Batman issue 428, the newsstand edition, originally published in 1988 from DC Comics. Now, what happens when a direct edition of a popular 1980s Batman comic in CGC 9.8 condition sells repeatedly for about five to six hundred bucks and a same grade newsstand copy finally hits auction on eBay? Hysteria, my friends. A newsstand copy in CGC 9.8 condition just sold for an all-time high of $1,030 after a 34-bit auction, besting the previous newsstand high of $460 back in 2020 and the book's overall all-time high of $600 from April of this year. And that's quite a premium for a newsstand, especially considering CGC 9.6 newsstands Copies just sold last month for under 200 a 5X 9.6 to 9.8 difference. Hmm. As of right now, raw newsstands and direct edition copies are going for around the same price. So will this new top end newsstand sale lead to a price disparity? Mm. We'll be watching. 
So for you kids don't know, man, back in the day, this was a series that had a, I think it was a 1-800 number on it that in the back, <laughs> uh, you decided if uh, if Robin lived or died. Yep, and, you know, him. you should never leave that to the public. I it heard a rumor mom, that there was a robocaller that called in a bunch of times. And then, <laughs> in they, fact, I, it was, it would have been keep him alive i don't know maybe that's just a lie for people yeah. who love jason todd but it sounds so, like a fun story well put it this way if he didn't die you wouldn't have got red hood right yeah true there you right. go there you let's go see, 1988 Ooh. uh 1986 newsstand was about 50 50 so 1990 it started getting uh huge so it's right in between there maybe 70 70- so yes. I would think 88, you started seeing more direct stand than new stand. So uh, there you go, man. Um, I remember they tried to do that again, but it was for the Titan show, remember? But it was like an online thing. And you can't. That's when you really go off the rails is when you do online polls, because that's when people can like just create bots and just vote over and over again. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. uh, there you go, man. It's so also Batman, voting, man. number 428, the death in a family. I remember when this came out, it was all over the news. Like this is the first time it was like, you know, the fans can decide either Robin guys or Liz. Well, we hated them. So. <laughs> or you know what? I think people are just nihilists and they just want to see people die And there. They were yeah. like, I just want to see the world burn. But they so, took them out with a crowbar to the face. Yeah, they did. Oh, Joker did, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, yeah. That was pretty violent for violent, for, very for violent. DC and Marvel back in 1988. But uh, there you go, Batman number 428. All right, what's next? Next we have Darkhawk number 50. Long before newsstands and preview issues were hot, the last issues of low print series have always been significant heat. Last issues like GI Joe 155, Static 45, Power Girl 27, Silver Surfer 146, Ghost Rider Volume 2 number 93, et cetera, all have significant value and are all seeing steady market increases. These are typical series. These are typically series that saw very low print runs by the end of their series, which is why they were canceled. Finding these can be tough, but there are also some of our favorites to look for in the wild. With all that said, in this elevated market, Darkhawk's end of series issues 49 and 50 are scoring are scorching hot right now. Darkhawk has been gaining fan momentum based in both in nostalgia for character and sheer wishful thinking to see him appear in the MCU during phase four. While there's still no news, issue number 49 is selling for $60 raw and issue number 50 at a fair market value of $53 with a new high sale of 239 for a CGC 9.8. Pay attention to the last issues of other low print run series and fan favorite characters. So that may be the new trend, man. People are going so. after because um, I remember I have like uh, Master Kung Fu, the last issue. Yeah, that, that's uh, think, a cool cover because he's like walking off into, yeah, the sunset. Walking off into the sunset. I think there's a Marvel team up also says it like nowadays they don't know when the print run is going to end. So they don't celebrate, you know, saying this is the final issue or, mm-hmm. you know, or they just do multiple volumes. But. Uh, like that gi uh, joe 155 is expensive man yeah, it is yeah. and the conan one well the nova one the nova one is like yeah. a is uh, is almost an homage of issue number one the bronze age nova the richard Ryder nova. <clears throat> i think that last issue too any things in the bronze age that you know what for for like the copper and bronze age they let comics run for a while it wasn't all based just on money you know what i mean it was like it was like hey but also in the copper and bronze age there were a lot of one to 25, one to 30. There Especially was a lot the of short age, runs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
it's almost like Marvel, a bunch of Marvel characters. Premiere, yeah. for instance. I think doesn't that just go like sixty issues or fifty issues, something like that? Yeah, fifty nine. Yeah, because a lot of times they're just like, let's just see what. And then right around the eighties or nineties, they started doing more like um, miniseries to see, and if the character took off, they let him run, like Punisher. Famously, five issue miniseries, but then they had a solo series. The next, you know, you had Punisher Warrior and all this other stuff. But Darkhawk, I'm sorry, I'm a, I'm kind of shocked. Darkhawk went on for fifty issues in 1995. Yeah, to be honest, right? and uh, segue to that, Darkhawk is coming out with a new solo series from Marvel pretty soon. He's got a new costume and everything, so you don't know, man. Those old Darkhawk issues may be jumping up. So there you go, Darkhawk issue number fifty from 1995. Uh, here's probably going to be a goose egg for a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. All right, next up, we've got Doom number one, originally published in 1996 from GT Interactive Software. Now, as we noted previously, we love video game comics, right? Nostalgia and rarity are the core drivers for this niche comic group. However, this is a niche that is rapidly expanding with a supply that can't match that demand. This is all driven by nostalgia for the video game systems we grew up with. Whether it's the NES, the N64, the Sega Genesis, etc., this boom in gaming collecting is definitely bleeding into the comics world as hard-to-find first appearances are seeing significant sales lately. Take this issue of Doom number 1, Knee Deep in the Dead, which sold today raw for a new overall high. Wait a minute, today? Today? No, it's that's wrong. It says sold today for a new overall high of $700. And this was for the standard cover. Now, if you can recall, this was a poorly received and ignored comic book back in 1996 that slowly gained popularity in the Doom fan community. The even rarer giveaway convention version is practically impossible to find and had a rare sale back in January 2021 of 450 bucks for a CGC 5.5. Now, just to distinguish the two, the most noticeable difference is the issue number. The giveaway version has a slanted italic number, while the standard version is normal. Okay. Interesting. No cool. way anybody's got this book, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and from the gaming world, this wasn't even a, a console game. Doom came out as a as a PC, PC game first. People yeah. don't realize PC games were all the rage before consoles came out, right? You know, because mm -hmm. Atari went away, and it wasn't before Nintendo uh, came out that you know everybody was. I remember playing before Doom. It was Wolfenstein 3D, right? The first person shooters, and then Doom came yeah. out, and then um, and then that was when everybody was buying PC rigs and everything. And then the consoles came out, and then you know kind of took PC gaming. But you know what? PC and then we still got a Carl Urban, Ro The Rock. Uh, That's right. Yeah, collaboration. That's right for Doom. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I remember the only cool scene was it when they actually showed it from like a first-person shooter perspective. Yeah. Remember that? It was like a yeah. really this small. Yeah, there's a comment. Prince Zodiac says that this was this the first first-person shooter game. No, Wolfenstein 3D was. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Wolfenstein 3D was, and then uh, and that was really the first time you, it was the first person. I mean, nowadays it looks just archaic, but uh, go look at that. There's a video game documentary on Netflix, and they and they go through the different eras, and they talked about the guys who made the Wolfenstein 3D, and then ID or ID made Doom, and then I think they made Quake after this. Quake was huge, but Doom was also huge as well. But then Quake took it to the next level with graphics and multiplayer levels and everything, and I. I 
and I'm trying to remember, I think Quake was the first PC game that allowed you to make custom maps for first-person shooters. So when you and when you played on a LAN with other players, people were like, what the fuck is a LAN? Well, look at that, boys and girls. Okay, yeah. before the internet, we had uh, LAN. So people would come and show up at each other's houses with their mo- with their computers and monitors and then all hook up to a LAN. It was crazy. Now oh, you got the internet. That. We did that with uh, PlayStation 2. We used to play SOCOM, and we got together, and man, that was so much fun. Yeah, now you just parties. Go, yep, now you just go on your damn internets. But yeah. anyway, Doom number one from GI Interactive Software. Uh, that's a rare one. So I'm pretty sure everybody got a goose egg on that one. This one's pretty rare too. Speaking of goose eggs, Ghostbusters Legion number one. This is the logo cover from 88 Miles Per Hour Studios. Uh, Ghostbusters has been one of the one of the biggest fan bases in entertainment, aside from Disney related franchises. That is. And has one of the most recognizable logos in the world. With the new Afterlife film releasing this fall, there's hope that it will reinvigorate the franchise. And with that said, Ghostbusters comics have seen several iterations over the past 37 years before landing on a steady home at IDW. Despite all the fanfare around the property, the comics have always had incredibly low print runs. Various covers, variants are incredibly tough to find, like trying to find the 1 in 10 Rhode Island variant for 2010's Ghostbusters past, present, and future from IDW. We've never seen one sold, ever. In 2004, 88 miles per hour took the Ghostbusters franchise uh, and took it to a more serious, non-canon approach with the comics where they took the characters from the original film and placed them in modern day 2004. The series only lasted four issues. However, it produced some truly rare covers, including this rare retailer incentive, which is the only comic cover to feature just the Ghostbusters logo on its own. It sold a CGC 9.8 this week for a huge $800, busting the last high sale of 211 in February of 2020. There are only 16 copies on the CGC census, with six of them as 9.8s, thanks to the tough all-black cover. The other hard cover to find for the series is the white Ghost Trap convention variant. It hasn't sold for too much in the past, $44, but it's quite scarce. Never heard of it. 88 nope, mile never. per hour studios. Never. I do remember, the, I think it was Marvel who did the more like the animated uh, Ghostbusters comic. Remember, there was an animated uh, series of Ghostbusters, and I do believe Marvel had that in the 80s. So who knows? I meant, uh, as we can see every day, every week on this show and on the Tuesday show, Anything that gets optioned, it doesn't matter if it was first comic book, people are going to look for that comic book. So yeah. I guarantee you, because from what the Ghostbuster trailer so far looked pretty good. The last one was with Paul Rudd when mm-hmm. all those little the Stay Puff men came to life. Uh, have you seen that? So this they're they they're throwing away that last film and they're this way this time they're doing the kids of the original Ghostbusters. So supposedly Bill Murray is supposed to be in it and some other cats. So um and if that Ghostbusters remake would have came out this year or 2020, it would probably get hot like everything is now. Any movie that's based on anything that had a comic book on it, just go and look for it because that just seems to be the thing now. Um, just like, you know, the previous book was a, based off a video game. 
video people from the video game collecting world nope, are coming nope. into our world. People from they the are. trading card game are coming into our world. The uh, action figure collectors are coming into world. That's why you GI Joe books and all the stuff. Any property that's based on anything. Look, so pay attention. To, like all the stuff that Hasbro's doing with GI Joe transformers prior to that nobody gave a shit of a transformers movie came out but now if you see a first appearance of a gi joe or a transformer i guarantee you if it's in the comics it'll blow up i mean just look at uh um he-man right when those yep. pictures came out from kevin smith and then um supposedly i mean remember when thundercats came out nobody gave a shit but now that Thunder, that thundercat comics is is crazy and then a lot of it is Adults with disposable income, you know, people in their 40s re, uh, re getting nostalgia. They got a few extra yep. bucks to spend and say, hey, let me go buy this comic. And uh, we're seeing uh, really expensive things for things you typically wouldn't care about. Ten years ago, dollar bin book, maybe nobody gave a shit about it. But yep. all right. Next up is a chance for you guys to get back some of your oh, honor. For sure. Everybody's getting back on the list with this one. Next up, we've got the Incredible Hulk issue 345, originally published in 1988 from Marvel Comics. Well, in addition to newsstands, previews, video game-based, key issues, content-driven, and store variants, you can now add classic covers to this list. Name any classic cover, and you'll have a hard time finding one that hasn't seen big spikes in price. This Todd McFarlane cover is one of them. You could have purchased a 9.8 in this classic cover for about 275 bucks back in 2020. A nickel earlier this year. However, it's sale this week of 1275 bucks wow. via a 28 big auction was simply staggering and shows just how unpredictable this market is right now. Wow. That's what I'm telling you, man. Don't hey, wow. I don't put my comics typically on eBay and buy it now. I put a 99 cents and I like the and right now there's a feverish frenzy of people buying books on eBay. So just list it and let them go at it and see how many bids you get. And you'll see how. And you know what? Just look at the history on see how many bids when because, you know, if you watch enough things, you say, my God, I was watching something the other day and I'm looking at it like, you know, I typically bid within uh, like 15 seconds. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking at it. It went from $105 to $245 in 30 seconds. And I was like, wow. oh, man, I thought I was going to sneak in a snatcher for like $125. <laughs> I was like, good Lord, man. But uh, yeah, so all the, uh, the uh, obviously the the one, um, the Incredible Hulk, what is it? Uh, three, which one? The one with Wolverine on the cover? That one is like, you know, one of the most sought after Hulk covers, you know, because it has like, uh, it has Wolverine and Hulk's, uh, Reflection, reflection, and reflection and claws. Is, yeah, yeah. I have a, that? I have a raw dog that I hope can Someone push in the chat can give us that number. Come on, three forty. Yeah. There you go. Thanks, John. Long shot. I bought, 68. I bought that raw near mint, and I couldn't find any flaws in it. So uh, as soon as um, you know this whole CGC thing, my feeling is CGC is going to start hiring some people because they're getting a lot of negative uh, fallback right now on their um, on their turnaround times, which is really kind of stupid when you think about it because. Normally, this type of season, it's automatically right around this time of year until like later on in the summer, the uh, turnaround times always slow down. Because guess what? It's I think San what they're Diego pissed about. I think what they're pissed about is that CDC is having these signings, and people who do the signings get preferential treatment, or at least well, it I, seems look, so. On, at that least that, that's what I've seen. The best memes I've seen in a yeah. while was one today, where they're in the boardroom and you know, hey, what can we do? You know, to, to what can we do to get this backlog down? And the other person says, "We'll have another private signing." <laughs> no, yeah, but, come I mean, on, man. 
it's that the private signings aren't as big as you think they are. You know, many that they Todd McFarland did a private signing, and he, from what people told me, he signed ten thousand books. Um, so he's never doing that again. So I don't, you know, <laughs> I mean, people think CGC has like three graders. They have more graders than that. So it's just. It's not a private signing that's causing the backlog, so stop with the stupid bullshit. I see people complaining on Instagram all the time about it. It's the influx of collectors that have already used to know, knowing what grading is that are using grading. And if they come from PSA or, or whomever the number one is for grading of video games, uh, action figures, and um, uh, trading cards... They're not going to go to CBCS or PGX. They're going to ask, who should I go to? They're going to say, well, CGC is, you know, the equivalent of PSA or the equivalent of WADA. Is it WADA? Is that the one that does the uh, video games? So it's it's a combination of both. It, it, they're, they're slow right now. There's no conventions because normally right around July, it, they're swamped because mm-hmm. you have to, if you've ever been to a CDC signing at a major Comic-Con, not your little podunk you know little con here and there but if you go to c2e2 new york city comic-con san diego comic-con WonderCon, uh megacon any of these cons that cdc has a big booth there are tons of people to get things submitted so oh, typically this time of year but now i from what i'm hearing it's the huge influx of new collectors that are coming in if there's a there's a reason the prices are going up because the people are getting more stuff graded and graded comics sell more than in, raw comics. It's in, economics guys. Come on. That's, I mean, also, is, I really, as much as we complain about CGC and their crazy lead times, I mean, compared to PSA, PSA right? just stopped up, said, Hey, stop sending us stuff. Right. Didn't we're they? in a year lead time. Stop sending us stuff. That, so, I mean, that, that tells you that people, there's videos out there from people from the trading card companies saying, Hey man, here's a new thing that we should get into let's start grading comic books there's already videos out there saying it so if psa says we are not taking submissions anymore and then what do you think they're going to do they're going to like well what else can i flip because these are all right. seasoned collectors maybe not of comic books but they know Something. what they should get or you know you know key books and they know you know 9.8s 96s all sell that's what they're trying to go for right now. And so, you know, you're going to see it. So, you know, um, it is, if you don't think there's an influx of people coming in, it's, it's everything it's NFTs. It's, uh, the, uh everything, the fucking videos that people can do I mean, that even you know, Disney right now with the popularity of their streaming shows, imagine just take 1% of their new viewership and say 1% goes to comic books. That's like th- 3000 new people coming into the, into the cl- and that's a lot for us, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you better hope Fortnite players don't start slamming those Batman books. <laughs> oh, that's like goodness. seventy million people that. Well, they Fortnite, wouldn't be able to get the code if they did that. Yeah. Wow. You know. Well, luckily they they spend all day on Fortnite, so they ain't got time for that. Just so wait for the hope. wait for the one book to come out you talked about, where all the codes will be in it anyway. Yeah. Wait for September, and you get all the codes, and you get, get the super. Uh, the, you can get the Batman super armor. So there you yeah, go, man. There you go. Uh, the trade is coming out in September for the Batman Fortnite. Uh, Incredible Hulk. 345 1988. Here's another goose egg for everybody. Yeah, and our second video game book of the night, uh, Legend of Zelda number one. This is an acclaimed Valiant collaboration. This first issue of The Legend of Zelda features the first appearance of Zelda and the first comic book appearance of Link. Link first appeared in Nintendo Power number five uh, in March or April of 1989 uh, via Howard and Nestor ongoing comic strip 
that ran through multiple issues through issue f- number 48. Despite high collectability for Nintendo Power, collectors like to focus on his first comic appearance, and like everything else, has seen a surge in price lately. This issue has three covers, the standard $1.50 issue, where the barcode is on the left side, the $1.95 newsstand, where the barcode is on the right side, and the hard-to-find no-price issue, the barcode is on the right side. Don't worry, all seem to be pretty close in price. However, the no price is the hand down, hands down hardest to find. The direct edition had a new high sale of $518 for a CGC 9.8. The $1.95 newsstand also had a big sale of $517 for a 9.6. However, these don't come close to the huge 9.8 sale this newsstand had in April for $1,675. My God, yeah, how much wow. did you say again? Wow, sixteen seventy-five. That's insane. Nineteen ninety-one. Yeah, man. Newsstand oh, yeah. was pretty rare in nineteen ninety-one. And factor in who the hell was buying this off the newsstand in nineteen ninety-one? Someone who loved value. Oh, Zelda. you know what? Yeah, I, I can tell you in nineteen ninety-one. Right now, nobody was collecting. I was heavy, heavy. I was a heavy, heavy collector in nineteen ninety-one. Driving around all comic shops everywhere. Nobody was buying Legend of Zelda. Nobody cared. Although people love the the Nintendo game, I, I bad homies of mine just ate up all damn night playing that damn that, that game. But uh, like I said, this is people from the video game world coming into our world and you know and driving up these prices. So when you we used to, I guarantee you, a few years, maybe as soon as two or three years ago, this was a dollar bin book. I would say what probably the last two three years is uh, maybe no i would say definitely last year but maybe prior to two years ago when the video game grading really started getting hot which um which was crazy right mm-hmm. um when you that think about crazy. it crazy <laughs> um yeah but you know when people are like why would you grade a game you can't play it you know like same thing people said why about comics why comic? would you grade you a comic book you can't it. read it you know what i mean so um but the thing about video games is it's not just the game; it's the actual case. That's right, what has right. to be pristine, yeah, right? No, I mean, you the know, box. And, so, and back in the day, nobody cared about the fucking box. People no. just threw it away. You know, people nowadays, shit, man. You go to my house, nothing, everything is still in a box. <laughs> I don't throw away any boxes. Like all my action figures is like they're still in the boxes. I'm like, I don't know where I'd put them. You know, I mean, you know, but you know, I mean, it's amazing. You know, when if you think these are expensive, look at video games. They're I, that's that's really. I mean, when you think about comic books are pretty pricey not in the world of video games when you see like the first original like uh mario brothers is oh, the yeah. price that that fetched and then there was because there's a rare uh, version of it that came out before the console that's the one to get that is like the holy grail of video games um i think there's like a, a gold edition of zelda which is also i mean i'm not no expert on the video games but just from uh if you comic if you follow comic dunes on instagram he posts a ton of cool video games and, and he knows what he's talking about. Not like some other people who just wear too much eye makeup. But anyway, <laughs> Legend of Zelda, number one from what a are you talking value. about. Uh, damn yeah, man. Everything sounds like a question. I don't know. <laughs> Golden Age has the best stories, I think. Oh my God. All right. So, Legend of Zelda, number one. What do we got up next? Ooh, Little Golden Age. Oh, yeah. This one's sweet. All right, ready? Manhunt. Issue number six, originally published in 1948 from Magazine Enterprises. Now, things may not be looking very good for the woman on the cover, 
But the seller of this book had a great day because this CGC 7.5 bondage cover from 1948 by Ogden Whitney with LB Cole interior art sold for a record price of $3,120. Now this sale easily beat out the prior record for a 7.5 of 320 bucks from 2012 and also crushed the overall record for this book, which was 1298 bucks for a CGC 7.0 back in February of this year. Now there are only 13 universal graded copies of this comic on the CGC census. So it's a rare book. We don't see come up for sale very often. And someone decided this was their chance to stab. I mean, <laughs> grab a copy. That's a cool book. I like it. <laughs> That's cool. This man. is pre comics code. So who's the Northwest Mounted? Is that Canada? Canadian? Mounted? Yeah, the Mounties. No, the Mounties are in Canada. Well, because at the top, the FBI, Scotland Yard, Northwest Mounted Secret Service. Oh, Mounted. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, this is definitely pre code. That's why you know they can get away with uh, bondage covers and things of that nature. But if you think about. It's pretty risque for 1948, right? Oh, yeah. uh, you know, you got I mean, if you think about all the comics Dick that Tracy just had, like, is like, about to murder some woman. <laughs> right? <laughs> that is look like Dick Tracy, right? Tracy Dick Tracy good. has gone <laughs> bad. Uh, there was a question I will find out for you about the Clayton Crane signing if there's charge. I don't believe so, but I will find out. Uh, I just uh, I'll know for sure by next Tuesday show. I just asked Chris right now um, for the Clayton Crane signing that's coming up at KRS HQ. Typically, when Chris does has artists that uh, for his signings, um, he kind of does everything in advance. So he, the, there's no charge to you, I believe. So, but I'll find out. I'll find out for sure uh, and get that uh, over to you. So, um, yeah, he's, yeah, I sent him a message. So we'll I'll see be at the, the next... door collecting twenty bucks from yeah. everybody. If the next twenty minutes he doesn't <laughs> uh, come through, I'll tell you guys. All right, just so hand the man... twenty to me. Manhunt number six from Magazine Industries Enterprises, excuse me, from 1948. Go figure, man. Yeah. Uh, and it's a 7.5, which is pretty high grade for a book that's uh, all black. And from 1948, that's like. And from 1948. That's, what is that, like 50 years? I don't know. I'm, I'm bad at math, man. It's over 50, 50 years. years. Yeah, it's way over 60, 50 years. 60, 70, 80. It could be a thousand years. I don't know. All right. What's next? Here we have Stranger's Tale number that's three. Another goose egg. Another <laughs> goose egg, right? Um, so there are several comic books out there that many question if they even exist. This is one of those. For years, it was thought that this three-issue series was canceled at issue number two, with the last issue never released. However, scarce copies had appeared and sold for crazy high numbers. This is easily considered the rarest Adam Hughes comic out there, as we've only seen one sale in four years. And that one sale was this week when a buyer snatched a raw copy up for, get this, $1,500. Good. Googly moogly. Wait Lord, a second. Hold on. Wait a minute. You know what that deserves. It deserves it. it, 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 deserves it. it. Uh, yeah. Pay him. Pay that man his money. A you raw copy. A raw copy for $1,499.99. A raw copy, you people. Can you understand what I'm talking about? As soon about? as I saw it, I go, um, the easiest way to tell Adam Hughes is he draws a dark outline on all of his characters. If you see the chick yeah. on the cover there, he, he does a solid outline. Uh, Frank Cho, I think, uh, started doing that as well, uh, some other characters. And it's, it's, a, it's a newer style. Um, if you notice old comic book covers, they don't really have a black outline on it. And that's why um, 
fight me on this. Adam Hughes' internal work is awful because he can't get away with doing bold uh, outlines like that on internal art. But um, I wonder if my penthouse comics would be worth some money. I have. A, I mean, I, uh, this is a book. Be honest. If you were going through the dollar bins and you came across this, would you grab it or would you have no. passed it by? Who no, would I mean, but you there's know that there was no number three. I well, mean, this is okay, crazy knowledge. Just like people who are hardcore Todd McFarlane fans know that his uh, first work is in Coyote, right? That comic, right? So there's people that are fans of certain artists that know what their first work was. And so this is, I, I, I don't think Stranger's Tale is, is not Stranger Tales. It's Stranger's Tale for those on patio, on listening on podcasts. Um, so 1997, I have an Adam Hughes cover from a penthouse comic that I will show on Instagram tomorrow. Uh, I mean, it could be. Hey, you never know, man. These days. Huh, By the way, shit. go look at Penthouse Magazine Comics. There are a ton of well-known, established uh, professional artists that got that started on there when they were relatively unknown. You'd be, you'd be amazed that some of them um, that drew for a, a porno comic, any basically what it was, uh, but for penthouse comics. But yeah, I have one, uh, I have a whole box of them. Matter of big to do gave me a big box of porn when I left Wonder Nobody wants your box of porn, Andy. Yeah, he said, just give me this money and take it. I said, God damn it. I go, all right, fine, I'll take your I'll big take box, box of porn, big to do. So, um, and then, and then I was going through it, I was like, wow, Adam Hughes is on this cover. I have about 30, 40 issues. Maybe I'll do a video one day. Uh, hopefully it doesn't get red flagged because it's pretty uh, you know risky what? content. Blur also. it out. Blur it yeah. out. All right. So Strangers Tale, number three. I'm already got it. Strangers, not Strangers. Strangers Tale? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Number three. All right. Next up is maybe you guys got a good chance at getting this. And then again, maybe not. All right. Well, this is the last one on the list. So before we get to it, I want to shout out the chat. Man, what an amazing live chat once again that's what makes this show so special shout out to everybody who's joining us live if you are enjoying the content that we are providing go ahead and give us that thumbs up if you don't like it you can hit the thumbs down just hit it twice really quick Hmm. all right now next up we've got venom number two the incentive the trad more one in 25 originally published in 2016 from marvel comics now trad more has a very distinctive style that really allowed this that really allowed his version of the all new ghost rider number 1 1 in 50 to stand out now his 1 in 25 for this venom variant is no different and as you all know having a venom cover stand out in the massive sea of venom covers is pretty notable it has this aesthetic to it that both feels familiar to the Venom 90 style and also has an animated feel to it. It almost feels like a homage to Venom Lethal Protector 2. Now, or or even a continuation of the original. And even though it's only a 1 in 25, this book is super hard to find. So much so that a raw copy sold for 250 Jeez. bucks this week. And now I want one. I mean these raw prices if i don't know if you guys those of you who have the cover price app or i'm sorry the cover price um a, a cover price account actually checked this week the shakers it changes every day i've seen i saw more raw sales on the shakers list this week than i've ever seen are raw books really going that crazy well a one in 25. So uh, in the past, 
uh, ratio variance. As time goes by, they would get cheaper. But that is totally changed now because I think people are realizing, you know, especially if it's not a first issue or first appearance, Venom number two was a rando issue. Excuse me if there's a first appearance in there, but I traditionally don't know of Venom number two as being. So is it a case then of just these books aren't available graded? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just one in 25. So how many, you know, stores were buying more than two, you know, uh, 50 copies of Venom number two back in 2016. So there would be two copies per store if they were one in 25. Who was ordering a hundred of these? They would have four one in 25s. You know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. I mean, you're thinking 2016 now, right? And you're not thinking, you know, um, I don't even know who did this. Who did this run? Who is the? I want to say Image Comics, shout out. He uh, invoked the name Donny Cates. Shout out to Donny Cates. Oh, this is the Donny Cates run, isn't it? (laughs) <laughs> no, this isn't. This is not the Donny Cates run. Not from no, no. But uh, no, I was just not, saying, no. thumb down, thumbs down gets a Donny. Shout Cates out to shout Donny Cates. Down so the Donny if Cates. you invoke Johnny Cates' name, you get the shout out. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. So that's the list. Uh, so it's a good Venom, list this week, man. Good yeah, list. Venom, good list. Books. Venom number two, man. Uh, let's pull up and see what's shaking today. I had a book on the shakers list this week. Every single day. Yeah, Ryan, your book was. It was, was on uh, Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah, it's so not sorry, on anymore. Man. I know. I yeah, because this list changes every, it's every day. day. It's I, a daily deal. I have a full bone collection, so that's why I see everything. Full so bone. you see all the movers. There's 50 of them, but we're gonna look at the daily shakers. So, um, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, this. look at that top row. I don't, Dude, I don't mean to. It, I don't mean bro. to show off, but <laughs> you know. Shit. You know, it's kind of like I got, uh, I'm only missing this. And I had this Punisher 129 too, but I had to remove it. So, oh my God, uh, is, is that 10K? Yeah, we'll take a look holy at it right now. Holy. Now I'm starting to regret that I traded wow. it, but you know, I traded it for something that I wanted. I traded for Strange Tales 110 and a 5.5. Uh, good googly moogly. I had an 8.5, but 10 G's for a. Uh, God damn. Well, if you look at wow. uh, three weeks ago, a 9.8 sold for 33 grand. Damn it. God damn. I should have held on to that. I'm telling you, it's called the Feige effect. You know, you, it could be on Disney, but as soon as Marvel gets a hold of it and Kevin Feige gets a hold of it, uh, I won't show off with my master <laughs> kung fu's. You know what I'm saying? You already see Too late. three of them. Good Lord. I have a 9, 8, 9, 6, and a 9, 2, or 9, 4. Nine, and they're all. What's up with that? What's up with the Thor journey into mystery? First appearance of Hercules. That's why. Oh, here we go. Mystery annual first appearance of Hercules Zeus. And we know that um, Zeus is coming. We dropped something on this, right? Well, we did actually a a year and a half ago. Uh, We said Hercules and Zeus. We had Hercules and Zeus on a long-term spec list, but recently it was uh, the, uh, what's his name? The uh, Australian actor. What's his name? Kurt Uh, Russell. No, man, Australian, not Kurt Russell. Not Kurt Russell, uh, Russell Crowe. <laughs> Russell Crowe, I was like, Kurt Russell. <laughs> Sorry, Come on, man. I was in the same fucking vicinity, okay? You're talking about uh, one Jack Burton, man. Uh, yeah, Russell Crowe came out and said he's playing Zeus, so people are saying, hey, if Zeus is coming, then Thor's got to be coming, so uh, greatest 7.5. 7.5, guys, I mean, that's that's doable. I mean, yeah. that's, still, that's an old book, and that's a square bound, isn't it? This that's is a, a yeah. This bound. is a tough nut to crack. Yeah, in good high luck to get that yeah. to seven point five. Yeah, it's a square bound book, so yeah. Good luck with that. Um, Wiz Comics number two, the first Shazam baby. That's the I like first that one. Shazam? I think so. First, first appearance, appearance of Captain, Captain Marvel, Marvel. renamed wow. later renamed Shazam. One point eight for thirty three hundred dollars. Beautiful. 
Good Lord. Let's see. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The highest known value was from December 7th, 2012. How much do you think they can get for it now? Good, yeah, uh, I bought oh, my first house for less. I than would that. say Come probably. <laughs> oh, my God. 9.0 for $281,000. And just let me show you how. Get a million. This, you can get a million for it, probably. This book came from Fawcett in 1940, and it was a 9.0 for 200. Uh, it's easily. I'm going to say with Shazam out now and Black, Black Adam coming, a million easy. Wow. Well, let's look. I mean, you know, there's not many that go up for sale. I mean, um, shit. Here's yeah, a, uh, yeah, but that was back in 2012. That's like yeah, that's why. Let's look at this. Almost uh, 10 years six, ago. Wow. There's wow. Uh, a 5.5 sold in uh, 2020 for 4700 yeah, 4, Almost that's a year. Just shows, yeah, but that just shows how huge discrepancy is for on grades. You know what I mean? From... You know, you got to be careful, you know, grading, especially modern, man. A nine, sometimes on a modern, a 96098, oh, down a from it is like a kill of death on a modern <clears> book. <throat> you know, it's not even worth grading. Might as well keep it raw. Uh, this book has been getting some movement lately because of the uh, upcoming Netflix show. I think Ujimbo. it is. Yeah. Usagi Ujimbo. Yeah, 1900 for 9.8 seems rather cheap to me because I Damn. think any, anything that's coming to a show, animated series, whatever, nobody cares anymore. So... Um, uh, May nineteenth, somebody paid nineteen hundred. Highest known value was only uh, they got a deal ago. though. They got yeah, a deal. they got they sp- saved like a hundred dollars. Thrifty. Yeah, not, there you go. You already game ahead of the game, man. Yep. Um, I like uh, that that right there. You just had it. The uh, thirty eight Spider Man, thirty one. Sorry, Spider Man. Yeah, I got a really low, low, low rate of this. First one. appearance of Gwen Stacy and Harry's Osborne. Two grand for eight point five. 9.6 wow from i never see high grade copies of this book though from They're 1965 i'll send you a picture you go <laughs> <laughs> i don't know it's not graded but it's pretty yeah. nice it's pretty nice send you me the picture ivy. so recently there's been some poison ivy rumors um that's why i wanted to take a look at this um we need Natalie you know dormer was <laughs> somebody spread a false rumor that natalie dormer was going to be playing poison ivy because Mar- Margot Robbie said something like, hey, if we ever do, well, uh, we want to do, if we ever do a Birds of Prey or, excuse me, a Harley Quinn sequel, we want to have Poison Ivy in there. And somebody did a mock-up of fan art as Natalie Dormer as um, as uh, Poison Ivy. But uh, there you go. A 5.0 sold for 1,200. Um, wow. A 9.8 for 90 grand. Damn. 2020. Wow. That was not too long ago from 1966. That's a hard that's a hard book to find in high grade as well. Yeah, it is. Uh, look at that department. Why is 95 going off right now? I know 94 is the book for X-Men. What what's up with 95 being all hot just cuz it's high grade? Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Cuz that's a big number for I mean, there's no major and that's that's yeah, not that's not a bad. minor key. 2750 for I mean cuz all these early X-Men books are are starting to you know, creep up in price. Um, so it looks like a nine, six sold, uh, yesterday for 1100. Um, I remember there was some early spec because of what's her name, the Moyer Metaggart or somebody, one of those characters. Moira. Moira. Hey, go back Metag- real quick. Is that, is that department of truth cover an homage or a copy of, uh, something that's killing the children cover? No. Cause that looks very similar. So that's what familiar. it is. That's exactly what it is. It's an homage to something that's killing the children. 
raw comic for six hundred dollars. Not least Department of Truth and something killing the children. This is just crazy. This is the Werther Deladera one in one hundred variant. Hundred. Yeah, I'm sorry. I opened this up and I couldn't get past the artwork, and I was just I can't read it like that. I'm sorry. I'm 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 snobby like that. But there's here's the, the story is fantastic, man. The story yeah, is Pichamoco variants fantastic. on here. Um, that looks gnarly. It's probably my favorite read right now. Here's that foil one. I was, Holy I was shit, looking at these all the first issues. Yeah, there's a ton of this is like the trippy foil cover that they have. Um four forty five for a raw copy. Wow. Um yeah, they had a ton of variants that came out for this. Just look at all of them. These are all just for number one. Jeez. And then and, and the subsequent reprints as well, obviously. It's almost as many as Star Wars. Yeah. First I mean the, the, nowadays smaller publishers, well, I guess image I can't really call them a small publisher anymore when they're doing these giant print runs, right? Ooh, I um, have that century book. Ooh. Not an I don't think it's a nine eight though. This I don't know. Is century number the one, the Rosen homage. Homage, homage. What am I yeah, doing? Very golden age homage. look to it. Uh, it's not homage. It's homage. First appearance of the century. You correct me every time. Eleven forty. Um, there you go. I have this one. That's the <gasps> Comic Con one, CGC or uh, Son of San Diego Comic Con one, right? Yeah, well, why isn't this in my collection? What? No, I it says you own one already. It says oh, you own good. one. I was going to say, yeah. why isn't it in here? All right, that's Let's there. You own one. Yeah, I own a 9.8. Good Lord. So it's four ma- fair market value is five. Go right up. Scroll up a little bit. Four. That was really cool. Right That's when you went to your other that other page. Yeah, somewhere. by the way, this is... See I don't know if you right started, there, boom. I don't know if you started doing this, but they added where you can add if it's if it's got a signature on it and it puts a yellow bar across it really cool. Yeah, the, the, I don't really... Because it's hard to place a value on a signature. You know I don't think I mean? it values. It doesn't change the value. Yeah. It just at tells all. you. It's just, oh, it's just, yeah. It's just so when you're scrolling through, you can you see that there's a yellow bar, so it looks like you know a gold. A, Here you go, Ryan. Look at this. Okay, yeah, I don't. Death I don't metal have was all this. the rage. I don't have this, but first appearance of the Batman who laughs. Eighty bucks for a raw copy. Why? How the mighty have fallen. My how God. they have fallen. Well, let's see some of that warlock spec coming, man. After him showing up on that poster. You pass stream. That's oh, right here. Yeah. Uh, this is the first appearance of Gamora. I could already tell by the cover. Yep, first appearance of Gamora, unnamed. Strange Tales number one eighty nine point six for seven ninety five. You know, this is criminally uh, undervalued. I think uh, fourteen forty for nine point eight. Not bad at all. This four issue run has got some great, great stories in it. You know, uh, starting back here, we go here, and one more. It started at one seventy eight. That started the Warlock run on Strange Tales. This is another great issue to have. Um, there's not a, and then one of them is the first appearance of Pip. I do believe maybe, yep, this one, which is the second one. And I believe it only ran for four issues on Strange Tales because Strange Tales is another one of those like Marvel premiere books, you know, where you can, um, and then look at that, right into 182, went back to Doc Strange. Oh, I see what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. So there you go, man. It's just a cool right, let's test it. We'll test it out here. Throw it over in Strange Tales. Give it a four-book run. See if people dig it. All right. Let me uh, click back. I should, probably should have just used the other way of doing it. Okay. Look, the Toxic Avenger. Look at that. What? There's a lot of Batman books on here. Yeah, well, there finest. are. Some DC on the cover. This is kind of cool, man. This 100th issue of Batman where it actually shows the previous covers. That See is kind of cool. It kind of that's kind of like an homage to itself. That's pretty mm-hmm. cool, man. So this is Batman number 100. Imagine 1956 1956. there was already 100 issues of Batman. God. 
9,500. And this is one of those things where I say, you know, people who collect anniversary issues like I do, right? You get, you know, you just collect anniversary issues, not necessarily because they're uh, first appearances or anything, but just because, because they're cool, because they're anniversary issues. Uh, Mr. Miracle. Look at this. We were just talking about this on the cover price top 10 video games. Captain N, the game master. I do believe we this was on uh, our list before. Um, first comic appearances of Captain oh N, Princess Lana, Duke the Dog, Samus Aran, a Metroid, uh, Pit Kid, Icarus, Donkey Kong. Wow, first appearance of Con- Donkey Kong. There you go. Somebody was talking in the live chat yeah, earlier today. Like, earlier. They were joking like, the first appearance of Donkey Kong is next. Well, yeah, look, a, 5. <laughs> a 9.8 for 532. Yesterday. Uh, it, yeah. Wow. Um, uh, Mother Brain, King Hippo, Little Mac. Oh, little Mac a punch out. Uh, Uranus. Yeah, I just yeah. wanted to say that. Eggplant Wizard. Oh, my God. The NES Zapper and the Super Power Pad. There you go, man. Uh, if cool. you have that on your 2021 checklist, you are heading in the you right direction, my friend. Yeah. Um, here we go, man. A cool Iron Fist on here. Mar- oh, oh here's, Ooh, here's. I have that. More, and more and more video game books are showing up, man. God of War. This is a dope cover. And this is back when Wildstorm was before uh, the artist, first man. God of War in comics. The nine point eight for four fifty. That yesterday. was two days. That wow. was yesterday. That's that, awesome. I mean, yesterday. I mean, the game is pretty damn cool, man. There, I mean, if they ever do make, a, was there talks about there being a lot of action bin books, bro? Dollar hey, bin this books. Looks, don't you still have this wrong? I do. I do. Unfortunately, it's got a half page advertisement ripped out. There Someone wanted to order some damn. Boy. Uh, it was well, these it was like binders or some shit. I don't even know. Raw comics so for four nineteen four twenty five. It yesterday. would get a green label, but it's probably in the nine. That's is that Storanko that mm-hmm. did the cover? Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a really Ooh. cool Hulk cover. And so supposedly it's, it's got the what a an a fan drawn Wolverine, so they call it the prototype. The Wolverine prototype or something. Yeah. Do you yeah. think this there's still room here? anybody oh, yeah. do, you, do you think that this is still gonna hit that when the movie comes out everyone's gonna be so crazy for eternals that yes. these are gonna just blow again yeah because it just blew up again when you just saw the trailer i mean 178 for a raw copy i'd pay that uh 3800 for a 9.8 i don't know this is one of those books you want to find raw and engrave yourself right. um uh, I got a couple of nine sixes myself. Does yeah. So is it right here? I have two of them. Two. So I bought these way back when. Um, I think I bought them for like, I bought them slab for two hundred dollars each, and they were nine nine point sixes. So um, you know, now I you know it's kind of crazy now. Like I don't know if I would pay top dollar for that kind of stuff. Like nowadays, if you know, I would probably better off on an older book, find it raw and then get it slab as opposed to buying slab like moderns. Probably better off buying nine eights all day long as opposed mm-hmm. to all that other stuff. But um, there you go, man. So right up on an hour. Good stuff. So, good stuff. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed your tr- your trip through uh, CoverPrice.com. Sign up for a yeah. two-week trial. Um, still trying to find out the Crane Crane signing uh, tomorrow. This book drops on KRSComics.com. Oh, it's the Wonder Woman Black and Gold. This is the um, Warren Lou variant. You can get a uh, discount this- on that too, right? Yep, use a discount code of LOTLB. You get a you can get a fifteen percent off that book or this book that dropped on Wednesday. This is the first appearance of Night Gwen. I what do. What the believe. hell is that? It's a cross between uh, Gwen Stacy and Nighthawk. 
what See? the hell is this, dude? You know, this is part of that whole hero. This is what happens thing. when you take a month off. Holy moly. Nah, this is uh obviously she's got the Nighthawk costume on and it's Gwen. So, you know, just like Gwenage, Gwenum, Gwenpool. I mean, you know, come on. They do this all the time. And I do believe this is part of, and you correct me if I'm wrong in the live chat, part of the new um Heroes, I think it's called Heroes Reborn or something like that. It, it's like a new thing of um of um like a mo- like a, a side parallel story in the Marvel where they look at uh, Heroes Reborn and there's like mashups of different color uh, characters that I've saw. Um, so you never there's know. No Avengers, They're missing right? a is that real. What it is? There's no Avengers. Is that what the storyline is? What happens? There was never any Avengers. Something like that. I haven't I, I haven't been to my LCS in two weeks. As a matter of fact, I I've missed a LCS new a month. I missed a new Shang Chi series that Shang Chi series that came out. It's called uh, Shang Chi versus the Marvel Universe. Um, and I missed it, so I called my man the big dude. I said, "Damn it, I missed out. I I wasn't able to make it in the LCS." He goes, "I already pulled every cover for you." I said, "Nice, my man's solid, yeah. big to do." So uh, I'm gonna have the one in fifty, the one in seventy five, the one in no, I don't know. I don't. He just pulled all the covers. He knows. Anything Doctor Strange, anything Shang-Chi, uh, there's certain things that he knows, any Star Wars and any uh, Strange Academy, anything like that, he will automatically put on my pull list. It's always good to have a good relationship. If your LCS owner doesn't know you by your first name, you ain't doing it right. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You got to sure. be known so you can make sure. that fr- make those friendships uh, that when there was one of 50s come, he thinks of you and he puts it aside for you. So there you go. Words of wisdom to part on. JB, any last words? Yeah, thanks for having me on. Uh, I look forward to the next show. Uh, I, you know, I'm not making any content right now. We're taking care of some things at home. Uh, thanks to everybody that's reached out to me. I really do appreciate all the warm wishes and and the prayers. Much appreciated. Um, but man, what a great list this week! And I look forward to next week because this is this is one of the things I look forward to most, guys. <laughs> Thursday night, really, baby. Yeah, this is something yeah. I, I absolutely enjoy doing. So thanks for having Any me. Any last words, Dark Side Jedi? Well, I want to put this out there. If you're going to, if you're, if Marvel is still thinking of new uh, Gwen mashups, here you go. You can have this one for free. X-Gwen. <laughs> there you go. What would that uh, be a mashup of? Gwen and who? X-Men. Who? X-Gwen. X-Men. X-Gwen. Well, which one? Well, which I, know, one? I don't X-Men? know. This is yeah, in general. I don't know. A, X-Gwen. How about it? Just it's a play on words. Goddammit. Good night, everybody. Gwen Vereen, like Wolverine <laughs> and Gwen. I don't know. Anyway, hit up. Make sure you hit up KRS Comics tomorrow at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. This baby's going to sell out quickly. So make sure you add it to your shopping cart. Until next time, boys and girls, we will see you uh, Sunday for Letters from the Long Box with Mikey Sutton. Uh, and then uh, until then, boys and girls, keep digging in them long boshes. Peace out.